Well, we made it to a Friday, and I woke up today, and I thought the world ended. I really did. Uh, and I'll tell you why coming up here in a minute, because two weird things happened. But today is today's a banner day. I'm excited for today, for a lot of reasons. One, it's Friday. I mean, right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me, you got the home opener at Lambeau coming up this weekend. Tonight, we got uh, Badger football. I'm excited about that. The Brewers, they're off to Miami. But that's where we're going to start real quick. And I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody in the history of anybody. So I'm going to tell you a story real quick. Bear with me. Uh, As everybody knows, last week when I was up in Tomahawk, Brewers got a win. They go to six games up on the Cubs, right? And I put the video out there. Pissed off all kinds of people. But I didn't care. I've been claiming it for forever. I said the Brewers get up by five games or more with uh, the mid-portion of August into September. It's over. The Cubs won't catch them. And I said, fly the L, beaches. Yes, I said it. I don't care. I've been been emphatic about it, right? So this morning I wake up, and I thought a truck had crashed in my driveway at about 5 this morning. It was about quarter to 5. And today's garbage day. Our garbage men normally never come until between 8.30 and 11 o'clock, something like that. Never do. Because usually on Friday morning I can get up and do my normal morning routine and then go downstairs, get the get the garbage cans, and then walk them out to the curb. This morning, though, it was like quarter to five, I think. I mean, it was early, and it sounded like a truck was coming through the house. I mean, because I had the windows open last night. So it freaked me out. I, I actually popped out of bed, and I went to the window to see what the hell it was. I thought maybe somebody was stealing my boat or trailer or something, uh, but it was just a garbage man, and I don't know why, but... You know how they have those arms that come out and they pick up your garbage can and then they flip it into the into the into the back of the you know the garbage truck? Well, he kept shaking it like ka-choom, 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 ka-choom. it's like what the hell? It's like he's mad at my garbage can. So finally, he puts the thing down. He drives away. So I'm kind of bleary eyed, and I go over to the bed. I pick up my phone, and I've got some text messages. And then I find that I'm in this thread of text messages. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I don't recognize the numbers. And it's screenshots of, uh, I guess, some people that listen, that have my phone number. And they started taking screenshots of some Cubs fans admitting, Grant Bills, are you ready for this? Admitting, I was right. How? Oh! Making my, I, I had to think to myself for a minute, is this real? Because this, this can't be real. And sure enough, there was uh, some Cubs fans that are Cubs fans first and foremost, and that they want to see the Brewers win a World Series for Bob Uecker, which is great, okay, and I understand that. But that the, 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 the front piece of that information was, what do you guys think Bill Michaels was right? And it's this thread of Cubs fans going, yeah, he was right. And I, I'm like, whoa, did the, did the world end in the middle of the night? Am I waking up? Did I eat a gummy? And suddenly I'm in euphoria. Like I got, I had to get woken up by the the garbage truck, only to then drag me into this euphoric state of Cubs fans suddenly agreeing with me. That never happens. It never ever happens. And that's the way I woke up this morning. So there you go. That's a satisfying way to start your day, Bill. Well, done. oh my God, I you know I that that was that was incredible. I, 
<laughs> I could have gone out back and smoked a cigar and had a drink after that. I was like, okay, I can live with this. Oh, all right, yeah. What a day. What a day to get up and just kind of enjoy your life. The birds are a little cheerier. The sun's a little brighter. Hell yes. I was feeling it. Loving it. So then again, if I'm a Cubs fan or if I'm a Chicago fan at anything, I think at this point in time I'm jumping off and I'm saying, you know what? The Packers have had sustained success and whooped our ass. The Brewers have had sustained success and kind of beat us. And we've got the, you know, the, the 2008 championship, and we've got that to live off of, and we're going to suck up to that for forever, much like the Brewers do to the loss in the 82 World Series. But, you know, we'll hang on to that. But in recent history, man, it just, you know, life up in Wisconsin is better. No wonder they infiltrate Lake Geneva and the Northwoods and Door County and Tomahawk and everything else throughout the state because they just know life is better in Wisconsin. It just is. Life is better. Wisconsin athletics overall are better. Just in general. Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, everything's better in Wisconsin. We should get a shirt. The Bill Michaels show, like logo on the front and on the back, it should just have a, the picture of the state and it says everything's better in and then the picture of the state. That's that's what we should just do. Just so you know. Yeah. And now people are coming correct. Now people are admitting it. The, uh, the, the northern Midwest is the place to be if you are a sports fan. We have a lot more success. We have some heartbreaking losses. Don't get me wrong. But we have had more sustained success in the last few decades than anything. So I'm loving life. I feel good today. Uh, Packers back at the practice field, final prep for the uh, Saints coming up this weekend. You got the Badgers in West Lafayette. We got a good one today uh, when you talk about the the show overall. Uh, We've got Mike Clements going to be joining us a little bit later on today uh, in the last hour. Uh, Larry Holder from The Athletic. He covers the uh, New Orleans Saints. He's going to give us the eye of the enemy. And we're going to talk with him about uh, what the Saints team is going to be bringing in the Lambeau Field uh, come Sunday. Tyler Dunn. Ty Dunn uh, from GoLongTD.com. He's going to be joining us a little bit later on today as well. We'll talk with him uh, about some of the stuff that he's working on regarding the Packers and around the rest of the NFL as well. But, uh, but yeah, I was, I was geeked today. And then, and then I, as I'm sitting there this morning and, and you know, I'm kind of doing my prep a little bit, I got to admit, today was one of those days where I just kind of got up. I didn't do a ton. Um, I started watching a few, I watched the four letter network, which I don't usually like to do, but I did, uh, just because it was on when I got up and then I was flipping over to good morning football. I was watching some of the baseball stuff. I'm getting all these floods of social media advertisements now for, you know, Brewers playoff tickets and all that kind of stuff. And so I was, you know, feeling kind of good today. Uh, but yesterday I did not play just an FYI, but, uh, do, are you a fan of wiffle ball grant? Oh, I love wiffle ball. What do you? Of course, they have a wiffle ball facility in Milwaukee. Did you know that? It's not at the it's Rock, a, is it? They have everything else no, at the Rock. No, it's in a brewery. <laughs> believe it or not, that doesn't yeah, sound like any fun at all. It's called it's called Broken Bat Brewing. Everything is baseball themed, even with one of their one of their signs when you walk through the door is it, it says go big red machine which kind of took me back to the days of growing up in Cincinnati but which what I thought was really cool um, but it says go big red machine and I it, it was for a cider um, but everything is baseball themed 
And Kristen's bank yesterday held a, you know, yeah, they do team building stuff. You know, everybody with big companies do team building things uh, to get everybody out of the office. And they have an indoor wiffle ball field. And so they had four teams of four down there yesterday playing wiffle ball. Kristen actually had a base hit and scored a run, so which I was impressed because uh, she keeps telling me the Brewers are going to call her, but I I love her to death, but she's not the most athletic person. Was she hitting cleanup or or more of a contact hitter? I, I don't know. The order? I, but I got down there late. Uh, it was after she had already clubbed one, but uh, her coworkers were telling me, oh, yeah. They, they were like, she's like really athletic. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? I watched her run one time to throw something in the garbage can before the garbage man picked it up. I'm like, I don't know. Okay. You know, she can lift. I'll tell you that. When she, uh, when we go to the gym, she can, uh, she can work out, but, uh, and she does a lot more on the machines than I do, but has a lot more stamina in that area. But uh, anyway, so yeah, they have an indoor wiffle ball facility. And then out back at five o'clock pulls up a taco truck. Now, you don't get much better than that. You got wiffle ball, every beer in this place. It's downtown Milwaukee. Every beer in this place is is baseball-themed. Like, uh, the, the lightest beer they had was called the Fungo, the Fungo Bat. So I had a couple of Fungos, and, and then they go all the way up to the thicker lagers and ales and stuff and IPAs. And, but, yeah, wiffle ball theme. So we're down there yesterday. And then, but uh, they had a taco truck out back, but I wasn't in the mood for tacos. So it's right down the street. We went three blocks down. And we went into Stenny's. Holy God, are they crowded. Stenny's is just packed. I mean, it's just like they're just printing money down there. And uh, and a lot of her coworkers had never been there, so we took them with us. And they, they were, like, raving at the food. So we saw Ryan Stenny and a bunch of friends of ours down there that uh, just happened to be there. It just happenstance that we were all down there at the same time. But it was a, what a great time last night. The rain held off because I rode the motorcycle. The rain held off. That was great. So good night last night. But I did not know that Wisconsin – much less Milwaukee, had an indoor wiffle ball facility. I was thrilled. I love wiffle ball. I used to play it all the time. So I was excited about that. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> you had a great night last night. I'm jealous. I did. I really did. I, I didn't, you know, I I figured we were going to go to dinner, maybe have one beer, uh, which I, I did. I only had one beer because that's all I drink when I'm on the bike. Um, I wish I could have had more, but I didn't. Uh, but, yeah, it was just I didn't expect that. So I'm, I'm, and I'm supposed to go to a new restaurant tonight that's been around a while, but I've never been there called the Edison down in the third ward and then to the Clinton, which is a rooftop bar, which I've never been to. So we got all this stuff going on tonight that we're supposed to go do. And in, in the meantime, I'm going to be watching the Badger game in the bar down there. So I don't know, just a lot of different stuff, always moving and grooving and out and doing stuff. So anyway, uh, that being said, like I said, we got some good guests coming up today. Uh, here's the one question that was posed to me, and uh, and I thought it was interesting because Ken Ingalls, uh, really interesting tweet uh, that he had put out, and Ken Ingalls said, when you draft a one-read, stare-down, quick-to-run college quarterback with sloppy mechanics, don't be surprised when you get a one-read, stare-down, quick-to-run quarterback with sloppy mechanics in the NFL, especially when he expresses that he wants to, quote, be himself, and he resists coaching which is a great statement, great statement. And it's true. It's 100% true. So my thought was, 
about how much more, because at the beginning of the season, we were saying, who would you rather take at this point in time? And I remember this question. Somebody asked me this. Would you rather take Justin Fields or Jordan Love? And I said, look, Justin Fields has the experience. He's shown that he's got this will to win. Even though he hasn't won a lot of games, there's a lot of upside. I take Justin Fields. And so I have to now sit here today and say, I'm wrong. I was wrong. I was right, and then I was wrong, and then I was right, if that makes sense. I was right when I said Justin Fields, I didn't think he was going to be much of a quarterback in the NFL. And then I admitted I was wrong, and I said, look, this guy's got something. I don't know what it is. He's been Now, he's not a great quarterback or a good quarterback, but he, he did more for me visually to the eyeball test with the with less with a with a team with a bad uh, offensive line with not a lot of weapons at the time his first year and a half two years wasn't winning a ton of games but you know what I mean and I said you know I'm wrong I was wrong your Bears fans I was wrong he's I, I think he's going to be a decent quarterback and now I got to go back and say no you should have stuck with your gut feeling to begin with because he's it's uh, you're wrong again he's not a good quarterback he's not a, a I thought this year would be a different Justin Fields and instead, the coaching staff is different and trying to get him to play different, and he does not want to play different. Therefore, he blames his poor quality of play on coaching rather than the ability to grow as a quarterback. So I was going back to my original statement of, oh, I was dead on. I should have never doubted myself, but I did. I started to buy into the hype, so I was wrong. So the question then was extended further to me, and said, hey, you said Justin Fields wasn't any good, and then you backed off, and then you said he was decent, which he's not. Do you feel, and this is, I'm reading this now, and this is from uh, the Miami Status, Statimus, whatever the hell it is. Um, He says, do you feel that you are wrong about Jordan Love not being a good quarterback, but yet a more coachable quarterback and will only get better as a quarterback Therefore, making your original assessment of Jordan Love wrong. That's a great question. That's deep. I like it. It makes me think. So I'm going to address that when we come back. I want to get into that a little bit um, because I think it is a valid discussion. And uh, there's some other things that I want to get into today. But I think it's a valid discussion. And so I don't want to be obstinate and I don't want to be that jag. But uh, I want to, I want to kind of talk through this. So hang in there. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show on a Friday. Good Friday edition. Badger football tonight. Packer football this weekend. Brewers are in Miami, ready to pop some corks. Technically, they're only a couple of games away from doing so. So if they get a win tonight and the Cubs lose tonight, then the Brewers are popping the corks. But that being said, uh, they should have popped them last week when I declared them the winner. I was putting dagger in everybody, and now Cubs fans are coming correct, and they're admitting I was right. So I'm loving it. Today is a good day. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. 
Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. Buckle up, it's all systems go at Pottawatomie. Plug in to high wattage play and you could win an all-electric BMW i7. Play now through September with your club card. Prize drawings on Thursdays. There's a shocking $800,000 in total prizes on the line, including the luxury BMW i7. It's time to electrify your drive. Only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. More info at paysbig.com slash BMW. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Good to have you back. Hey, this weekend, uh, they've got entertainment. They have got the games on. They have got a terrific selection of cigars, bourbons, whiskeys, tap beers. They change it up uh, almost all the time. And a lot of local uh, brewing companies, uh, 13 different flavors of hookahs. That is Nice Ash Cigar Bar, downtown Waukesha. 323 West Main Street, as a matter of fact. And a terrific place to go. But they've always got entertainment on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Tonight they'll have bands in there. You'll have the Badger game on. Uh, also, don't forget this weekend uh, on Sunday, they do kind of a potluck, so you bring some food down there and hang out, and uh, they do that down at uh, down there during the game on Sunday as well. So a lot of good stuff going on at the Nice Ash. TheNiceAsh.com. That is TheNiceAsh.com. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. Good stuff down there. Um, so Shannon says, I thought you were going to say that your garbage man was a Cubs fan. No, <laughs> maybe he was. Maybe that's the reason he had anger on my garbage can this morning. I have no idea. But uh, but no, uh, I don't think the uh, the garbage man was a Cubs fan. Um, so going back to the question regarding Jordan Love, and, and let me set this up again for those that are just joining us. I had somebody that asked me a while ago about Justin Fields. And in the beginning, I said Justin Fields, to me, Ohio State quarterback, wasn't going to amount to much. He was more of a big slap, athletic, ride-and-decide, run guy. And then he proved to me over the last year and a half that he had a little bit more than what I thought he did. And I said, okay, I was wrong. And now I look back and I said I was wrong when I said I was wrong. Because he just, you know, with the statements this week and the way he's playing, and it just it looks bad. They're trying to change him. He's unwilling to change. He wants to be himself and all that kind of stuff. And it's like... No, dude, they're trying to teach you the right way to play quarterback without getting yourself killed, and you want to go back to playing the Ohio State riding the side street ball stuff that that idiot Ryan Day taught you, and it's it's not going to work in the NFL. So you go do your thing, and you're going to be a, another quarterback that goes to Chicago that dies in anonymity, and you're just going to fade away. So uh, I was wrong. So the question to me earlier this year was, would I take Justin Fields or Jordan Love? And I said I would take Justin Fields because of the experience. And now now I'm going to retract that. I'm going to go with Jordan Love. But the question then was a step further and said, but do you think you're wrong about Jordan Love? My argument has always been I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think he can be good. Maybe he can be above average. 
Uh, but I don't ever think he's going to be a great quarterback. And the question then became, do I feel that I would be wrong about him as well? Now, when it comes to quarterback play, I've been a pretty good judge. Uh, the track record that I've had over the years, um, and I'm, you know, I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong, but it's been pretty good. Um, I, I could see it in Rodgers. I knew what Rodgers was going to be. Tua, I've said I was wrong. Tua's turned into a really good quarterback, I think due in part because of the coaching. I think McDaniel has flipped a switch in him that made quarterbacking 101 extremely easy for him, and he has really become, uh, if he can stay healthy, he's really become an impressive quarterback, and I give him a lot of credit. Um, so in that area, I, you know, I'll, I'll say that I was wrong because I, di- I didn't think Tua would amount to much, but he is actually right now one of the better quarterbacks in the AFC as long as they keep him upright. So so it comes down to Jordan Love. Jordan Love, what I want to see out of Jordan Love, what I have seen is the decision-making that I think is is pretty solid for his first couple of starts. Um, I want to see that progression. Um, I have not seen there, – there's not the same level of arm strength that we're accustomed to. Um, and maybe that will come, you know, as, as the more you throw and the more you you, you know, you do it. You know, but Rodgers and Favre both had this innate ability to just flick a football, and it it would it would just sail. I mean, it would sail with speed. I mean, there, I remember practices where you're standing there and you can hear it bzz, go past you. You know, they just had this different gear, this 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 power pitch, if you will. So, will that arm strength ever come? I don't know. I don't know. The accuracy sitting here below 55% completion percentage right now is, you know, then again, there's been a lot of intermediary passing. But, you know, I want to see eventually you have to be able to connect with touch downfield. You have to. to you you got to be able to take the lid off of the defense in order to open up everything else. The short quick outs that can turn into something or just give you a few yards here and there that can take pressure off the run game. Also, the the the, the mid-level passing, specifically on routes across the middle and such where you're throwing into windows. So I've been kind of impressed with that. So it's not to say it's out of the realm of possibility, but I'm waiting. So to say, well, do I feel I'm wrong or I should make a judgment at this point? No, I'm giving him his due. I'm, I'm, I've been giving Jordan Love his, his credit because he's deserved it. Um, but I'm not ready to sit here and go, oh, I was, boy, two games in, I had 55% completion percentage. I was wrong because, no, that's not going to happen. Um, but he's been, he's been good. Um, you can clearly tell sitting behind Aaron Rodgers has rubbed off on him in the mental aspect of things. Because just because just by some of the throws that he did or didn't make, but just the way he's kind of handled himself, I think from what I can remember in that game against Atlanta, I think he really only threw one ball that should have been picked off. For the most part, though, going all the way through preseason, he has not put the ball in harm's way. It's sometimes it's what you don't see. You know, I, I'm a big believer in in things you don't see and don't hear. Okay, because that'll tell a story as much as things you do see. Okay, and sometimes you look at things and you say, 
you know, he has not thrown the ball in harm's way. There's, there's a reason he has got six touchdown passes and no interceptions because he has not thrown the ball in harm's way. Now, he may get more aggressive as he gets more comfortable, but I was really impressed with the way he threw certain passes. They weren't big plays. It, it wasn't like he was throwing 40 yards downfield. These were quick outs. You know, he threw one to Christian Watson in the preseason, man. It was, it was a beautiful, perfect play, and he threw it to the high outside, of Christian Watson, where only Christian Watson could get it. He threw one to Romeo Dobbs when Romeo Dobbs ran off the safety, sat right there in the soft zone and right in the seam. And before he turned around, the ball was already there. And it was in a spot that only Romeo Dobbs could get it. It's passes like that that make me go, okay, there, there's, there's, he's, he's got confidence in his guys. He trusts his guys, which you know you and I both know has been an issue in Green Bay for a while. But he trusts his guys, and he he sees it, you know? Because seeing it is a majority of what quarterback play basically is in the National Football League. It's having the mental wherewithal to be able to figure things out. And he sees it. So now he's actually putting the ball in places where only his guys can get it. That's impressive. And I, that I, I appreciate that. that that's eye-opening. So now it's a matter of, while guys are on the move, putting the ball in stride into places that they can get it, into seams that they're not going to get hurt, the ball is not going to be in harm's way, and starting to connect, say, more than 15 yards downfield. Now, it's not going to be something you're going to do continuously, okay? Just just so we're clear on that. It's not going to be like all of a sudden, they've, it's not going to the old San Diego Chargers days of Eric Coriel. That's not it. But what I'm saying is, is that, if he, I want to see a couple of passes downfield that are there. Now, we had a caller yesterday that said, well, he has been. It's just been pass interference calls. Okay, but still, it was the ball that fell to the ground. Okay, and, and pass interference or not, whatever, the ball fell to the ground. I want to see, you know, the 50-50 ball that's high and outside that only Christian Watson can get. I want to see the ball on an inside slant down the seam hitting Romeo Dobbs or Jaden Reed in stride to where they're off to the races when he sees the blown coverage in the seam. And the ball, as the ball comes, the receiver runs under it. You know, not where the receiver has to stop or has to. It's just beyond his fingertips. I want to see that that apex and then the point of attack be the exact same, where the ball and the receiver are at the same spot at the same time, there's a touch to that. And that has to be something that uh, eventually, ho- hopefully, gets worked out. But that, but that's kind of the completion of the game, you know. And then after that, I'm sure the rest of the stuff will come with check downs and things like that, high completion uh, percentage passes, and, and they'll be able to move the football. But, and one of the guys that will do that also is Aaron Jones when they get him back because he's, he's a really solid receiver out of the backfield. So that that's my assessment, but am I taking back my feel my feelings? No, not yet. I'm I'm like I said, I'm I, and I've said this all along. I've been steadfast in this. I'm sitting on the sidelines with my arms folded, my hand on my chin going, "Show me something." And so far what I've seen has been pretty good. But a completion percentage last week of below 55% that you, you can't you can't do that. You you've got to be more accurate. You got to be more accurate. So, but that's a great question. That's a great question. 877 867 1670. 877 867 
1670. Find us. We would love to hear from you. By the way, they want to let me uh, wanted me to let you know that tonight over at the Sunset Grill, going to have the Badgers game on. Beautiful sunset tonight coming up. Looks like it's going to be clear skies, warmer weather. The deck is going to be open. So if you're looking for a place to go, Friday night fish fry. If you want, check out Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake Prospect Avenue. It's right over there in Pewaukee. And uh, sit on that deck, watch the sun go down, watch the Badgers hopefully win down in West Lafayette, and watch your boats go by. Good night tonight down there at the Sunset Grill. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michaels. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Bill Michaels Show on this Friday edition. Enjoying the day today. Big time enjoying the day today. Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Veterans America. James Mercado and the gang, uh, as they say, own the land that you've defended. And that's from Veterans America. And if you're looking about maybe thinking about buying a home and you're looking for a pre-qualification for a mortgage or maybe you want to find the home first and then go to them or maybe you want to refi, they help you. They do it better than a lot of the uh, military-based credit unions do. They kind of clean up a lot of their messes, too. So call James, 262-745-3333, 262-745-3333, and they can help you out maybe even more so. Then what you uh, if you think you're getting a good deal, check them out first or after the fact, and maybe they'll give you an even better deal. So check it out. Veterans America all over the state of Wisconsin. Doesn't matter if they're based in Brookfield or not, because they handle it all over the state. Again, 262-745-3333, 262-745-3333, and that is Veterans America. Big supporter of the motorcycle ride uh, as well, so thanks to them for being a part of it. Um, this one is from... Uh, Thomas, who said, uh, Jordan Love has been more poised in the pocket than I expected. Uh, Thomas, uh, a different Thomas, says, uh, we have watched uh, for the past 30 years arguably two of the strongest arms uh, in, to ever play the game. So I agree his arm is not at that level, but if his accuracy improves uh, some, he has a chance to be uh, a guy Green Bay can win with. That I agree with. And that's why I said, you know, uh, there is a – There's there's a I don't want to say a drop off because that's not fair to Jordan Love, but there's just a, a difference, and it's a noticeable difference when you're when you're sitting there in person. Um, you know, we were talking about it down in Chicago, watching Jordan Love throw the football. It's not that it was bad. It's it's not that he you know threw threw the ball poorly. It's just that he he's got. It's almost like he's got to be quicker mentally to make up for that split second of of less velocity, you know? But you're right. I mean, he can be a very good quarterback in Green Bay, and you can win with a quarterback like that. Um, Andrew says, uh, what impresses me most is the fact that uh, Jordan Loves does not have happy feet and sits in the pocket. Uh, He he does. But also, let's let's not forget, he hasn't been under pressure a whole lot. Credit the offensive line because he is not – he's one of the, the least pressured quarterbacks, according to Pro Football Focus, in the National Football League. So, Well, through the first two weeks, so which is great. 
He has not been under siege like some of these other quarterbacks. You look at, you know, the words keep getting worse and worse and worse down in Chicago. I mean, their left tackle yesterday goes on the IR for the remainder of the season. So he's done. So, and they tried to bolster that offensive line. Look at a guy like Joe Burrow, as good as Burrow is. Burrow's under siege because that offensive line sucks. Look at what happened to Aaron Rodgers. He was under siege because that offensive line sucks. So the one thing that you can pretty much depend on in Green Bay uh, has been the fact that there has been really good offensive line play and protecting offensive line play, which has been good. Um, the What else do we have? Um, this is uh, this is from Mike. Mike says, uh, hey, Bill, the comparison between Justin Fields and Jordan Love is night and day. Jordan Love looks more secure, doesn't have the happy feet that Justin Fields does, doesn't have the instinct to run, and continually breaks down the play and looks at his secondary and primary receivers quickly. Uh, Justin Fields looks at one guy and then takes off running wait, after waiting for one guy to get open and doesn't. No, I mentally it's it's night and day. I completely agree with you. Justin Fields, the, the – Part of the problem with when you draft guys like that, uh, the athletic guys, that's what they have. That's all they have coming into the league. And I I got to be honest, I don't know why general managers get enamored with that all the time. When, when you see it, and we all see it, we all see it. Like I said, very few times if I looked at a quarterback and went, boy, I was wrong about that guy. Two is one of them. But beyond that, you kind of know who's going to be good and who's not. You can see it in college. You know? And, you know, C.J. Stroud, I think. Now, I, this, this, is from, uh, this is from Jack who said, uh, do you think C.J. Stroud coming out of Ohio State will be a good quarterback? I think he's a better quarterback than Justin Fields. But I don't know if it's going to make him a good quarterback. And also, when you go to these teams that draft high, they can ruin you. There's a reason they're drafting high. It's a bad football team, right? I mean, unless they trade up to get you from a decent team, usually you're coming into a, just a bad situation. And when they throw you into the fire right away, look at a guy like Richardson. Look at a guy like C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. When they th- Now, Bryce Young, he's got a team of, of talent around him. They, I'll give them a lot of credit because what they said was is, look, we're not going to just throw a rookie out there and just let him drown without decent players around him. And they, they've got some decent guys around him. So when you look at what C.J. Stroud's got down in Houston, he doesn't have a ton of talent. Uh, you know, and, and you hope that that guy doesn't drown. But like with Bryce Young in Carolina, you know, God, they've got what, uh, uh, D.J. Chark, uh, at a wide receiver, Adam Thielen, who they picked up from the Vikings at the wide receiver position, Miles Sanders, the running back out of Philadelphia. You know, they've got Hayden Hurst, uh, the uh, tight end that they picked up from Cincinnati. They've got some weapons for him. You know, now their offensive line, they bolstered their their, their left guard position this year, that uh, Chandler Zavala. They picked him up. They wanted to make sure that he had a better offensive line around him. They got Aquano at the uh, at the left tackle position, and he's pretty solid. So it's not like he's completely under siege. He's got the ability to learn on the fly, on the job. So where he may not be great this year, certainly maybe next year he'll be better. But when you start throwing some of these young guys behind to really bad teams and fans and everybody look at them as, a, as the savior and they have these awful experiences, you can ruin quarterbacks that way. You can ruin them in a lot of different areas. 
And I, you know, who knows? I think CJ Stroud, like I said, is a better quarterback, but I don't know if he's going to be a great quarterback or an above average quarterback in the NFL. He's a better quarterback in the Ohio State system because he's more of a thrower. But we haven't been able to see that on the continuum in Houston because Houston's just not a good football team. So, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us? Uh, now, the next question will be how good will Caleb Williams be? As of right now, I think he'll be really solid. Uh, if he can keep his head in the, out of the clouds and, and focused on getting better as a quarterback and being able to do everything in the NFL that he needs to do, then I think he can be a pretty good quarterback. I mean, he's he's I I personally I'm not a fan. Just the attitude, the bravado, I'm I'm just not a fan. Maybe it's just because I'm old school, but I just I'm not a fan. But the talent is undeniable. Undeniable. Which which is why wherever he goes, you gotta have a strong coaching system around him to keep his head out of the clouds and keep him humble. But I, I think he'll be a hell of a quarterback. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up and uh, give us a shout, please do so. After the top of the hour, after the top of the hour, we're going to hear from uh, the defensive coordinator, Joe Barry. Joe Barry spoke yesterday, so we're going to hear some from him, so stick around. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at The Water Doctors, the best water softening system around, which is the Connecticut Water Softening System. I have it in my home. I love it. All you got to do is go down once, once a month, just check the salt a little bit, you know. Throw a bag in there, you're good to go. Nothing more than that. Uh, but the Connecticut water softening system is fantastic. Absolutely love it. Check out our friends at the Water Doctors, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. H2, the letter O, doctors.com. You can call them 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. That's our friends at the Water Doctors. 262-549-7733. Anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, more than Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They're getting into uh, Dragtoberfest. Down at Great Lakes Dragway, Dragtoberfest, uh, which is going to be happening uh, all throughout the month of October uh, before they shut the track down. And if you're looking to maybe still have the need for speed on the weekends or um, one of the weeknights, you want to rent the track, take uh, take your motorcycle or car or whatever you've been working on for a spin, you can do that too. The oldest continuously operating track with the, uh, the drag strip in the world, Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Call them 262-302-2138 or for all the information, Go to GreatLakesDragaway.com. That's GreatLakesDragaway.com. you got the need for speed. That's the place to go. And 2024 season passes are now on sale. So think about that as well. GreatLakesDragaway.com. Call them 262-302-2138. 262-302-2138. Great Lakes Dragaway. Fun place. Fun place. Good stuff. If you're a, if you're a, if you're a motorhead of any type, a speed geek, that's, that's a fun place to go. That's a fun place to go. Uh, this is uh, from uh, Kathy. Kathy says, uh, why are people putting so much pressure on Jordan Love early on in his career? Didn't it take Aaron Rodgers at least a year to kind of get acclimated? Well, yes and no. It did to kind of – it just was a different circumstance. 
you know, don't forget, I mean, there was a lot of tumultuousness because of Brett Favre wanting to come back and fans all over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron didn't do anything, but remember, people are holding up the Bring Back Brett signs and people screaming that Rodgers sucks and everything at training camp because he wasn't Brett Favre. And it was just, it was just different. It was just different. And um, don't forget the – you just knew it. And I, I, I keep I, – I reference back to when we were at Super Bowl and I had Charles Woodson on. And I asked Woodson specifically about that, remember? And Charles is like, oh, no, we all knew. We, we all knew. He was killing us. Because Aaron Rodgers used to run the scout team behind Brett Favre. That's what you do when you're a backup quarterback. You know, so you get your reps in, but you run the scout team. And Rodgers would eat him up. That's where the whole belt thing came in because it was the, the backups beating the starters on offense. And so when Rodgers would throw a touchdown pass, that's where the whole belt thing started. Remember, it wasn't something that just happened on the field one day. That's the story behind the belt was that he would take the championship belt and do the belt when they would throw touchdown passes against that vaunted secondary of the Green Bay Packers back when Brett Favre was the quarterback. So, and, and Charles Woodson said, no, you knew. We knew. The guy had everything. So, it's a little bit different, you know. And remember, Charles Woodson said, go ask Jair. Ask Jair. Ask Stokes. Ask Savage. Ask Amos. He said, go ask those guys. They'll tell you whether or not he has it. And all those guys say, oh, yeah, you know, he's ready to be a starter. He's ready to be a starter. But there was – the. You just, it's kind of like when you're talking to your friends and one friend, you'll say, hey, how was it? How was dinner at that place? And and your friend will go, oh, it's pretty good. You know, we had a good time. It was, you know, it wasn't, wasn't perfect, but yeah, it was pretty good, you know? Uh, Okay. And then the next person you talk to and you'll say, hey, how did you like the restaurant you went to? And they're like, oh my God, you know, it was spectacular. The chef was this and that, and the steak was perfect. It was crispy on the outside. It was perfectly peppercorned and blah, blah, blah. And it goes on. You know, Okay. They didn't degrade the restaurants, but one has rave reviews and one is like, that's pretty good. You know, you can't go wrong going there, but, you know. So that's kind of what it was. That That's kind of what that was. So uh, I. that's why it's not a fair comparison for Jordan Love. I mean, you're comparing him to two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And I think in Green Bay, what we have to get used to is kind of, you don't want to lower your expectations. You want him to play up to your expectations, but you also can't expect three straight Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I think it, it's historically, it's it's never been done. Now, as we all know, there's a first time for everything, and that's what we hope for, knock on wood, you know? But it's never been done. So the likelihood of it you know, is is very slim. Never say never, but very slim. Uh, coming up in the next hour, uh, let's do this. We are going to uh, get into a couple of different things. First of all, Joe Barry spoke yesterday. So uh, we're going to uh, hear some of the comments from Joe Barry coming up here in just a little bit. Tyler Dunn is going to join us at the bottom of the next hour from golongtd.com. We'll talk with him. He's, uh, he's putting together some stuff uh, regarding the Packers, I think on Jordan Love specifically. And uh, we'll get, pick his brain on uh, the rest of the NFL. 
And, oh, by the way, Zach Krause, uh, who uh, does cover the Chicago Bears, um, and he's, he's the managing editor, or covers the uh, for the Packers, but he's the managing editor for the Packers Wire, but he wrote about uh, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. He said, it's a, it, this is really something, a quarterback's number one job, number one job, is processing a lot of information quickly. And this is a really good statement. Uh, the, the, he said, "There's this. This is really something. A quarterback's number one job is processing a lot of information quickly. Then to have quote Justin Fields say, my coaches are giving me too much information.' He said, "It's an admission, not a complaint. It's an admission, not a complaint." Um. It. True. Technically, on its face, it's true. However, when you further that conversation and you listen to it, what Justin Fields talked about was playing robotic and not playing like him and his style of play and what he likes to do, and which is, as we all know, one read, tuck, and run. And what his coaches are trying to do when it comes to information is give him more information to decipher so he can be more of a pocket presence. And the reason being, it's not because they want to inhibit his ability to be an athletic quarterback. What they're trying to do is, one, move the ball down the field. First downs, that's what you're trying to pick up. But number two, preserve your health. Because if all you're going to do is be a running quarterback in the National Football League with not a lot of pocket presence, you're going to be a banged-up quarterback in the National Football League. You're going to be a quarterback that misses time in the National Football League. And eventually, your career is going to be very short in the National Football League. We've seen it before. So, a lot of consternation, controversy, and, and yada yada down there in Chicago. But that's part of it. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. You want to get a hold of us, find us on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Show. You can watch the program there. Find us on the app, the app, which is uh, The Zone Madison, The Zone, Z-O-N-E, The Zone Madison. Find us there as well. And when we come back, Joe Barry talks a little bit about his defense. And we'll see if the questions were, hey, Joe, can't stop the run, bro. What's up? See if any of those questions come up. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. <laughs> 